chapter 5 from the book, The Doctrine Concerning New Testament Ministry, part 2. Chapter 5, The Five Offices of the New Testament Church, page 104. In mind that we are but sharing with one another the riches and fullness of Jesus Christ himself. He is divine, but we are but branches. Apart from him, we are nothing, and we can do nothing. Nothing of any lasting value. John chapter 15, verse 5. Christ is our life, and it is he who ministers to us and through us. Christ is our apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. Christ is the head of the church. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 22. Chapter 4, verses 15. Chapter 5, verse 23. Colossians chapter 1, verse 18. From among the members of his body, he separates unto himself a group of servants upon whom he bestows special gifts and graces to serve as apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Qualifications of the offices of the New Testament Church. Number one, they must be anointed with the Holy Spirit and with power. When Jesus began his ministry, he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and a recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Luke chapter 14, verse 18. Acts chapter 10, verse 38 says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing with him healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Paul reiterated the same truth. Now he which, establish, which establishes us with you in Christ and hath anointed us in God. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 21. Number two, they are called and chosen of Christ. And Jesus said unto them, Come ye after me, and I will, page 105, make you to become fishes of men, and straight away they forsook their nets and followed him. Mark chapter 1, verses 17, 18. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain. John chapter 15, verse 16. Christ told Ananias to go and pray for Paul, for he is a chosen vessel unto me. Acts chapter 9, verse 15. In many of his epistles, Paul emphasized this, Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father. Galatians chapter 1 verse 1, this is true, not only of the apostles, but of all true servants of God. Therefore, the ministry of the five offices is sometimes called the apostolic ministry, even though not all fulfill the office of an apostle. True servants of God are not self-appointed, neither are they elected of men. And no man taketh this honor unto himself, but he that is called of God. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 4. Although they are called and chosen by God, they must answer that call voluntarily. Voluntarily yield to the will of God and enter into a covenant to serve the Lord. Such yielded vessels become the personal property of Christ. And he in turn gives them gifts to the church for the perfecting of the saints. They are given to the church for the work of the ministry, for prayer and intercession, for expounding the word of God. They are appointed to guide, rule, and discipline the church, 
and to defend and safeguard the doctrine and the holy conduct of the church as they serve God faithfully. Page 106. In humility and obedience, the grace of God will be manifested in their lives and ministries. They must live by faith as, number three, they must live by faith as did Christ Jesus, was about 33 years of age when, 30 years of age when he began his full-time ministry. At that time, he left his family, his home, and his carpentry work, and lived entirely by faith for his own needs and the needs of those who followed him. He received no salary, nor did he solicit donations, nor take collections. His disciples also left everything to follow him. And Jesus saith unto him, The foxes have holes, and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath nowhere to lay his head. Matthew chapter 8, verse 20. In the Old Testament, Samuel boldly testified that he had not used his authority over the people to take anything from them. 1 Samuel chapter 12, verses 2-4. to four. Paul testified similarly, I have coveted no man's silver or gold or apparel, Acts chapter 20, verse 33. When I was present with you and wanted, I, charged, I was chargeable to no man, and in all things I kept myself from being burdensome unto you. And so will I keep myself. Did I gain of you by any of them whom I sent unto you? 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 19, verse 9, chapter 12, verse 17. What is my reward then? Verily, that when I preach the gospel, I may make the gospel of Christ without charge, that I abuse not my power in the gospel. 1 Corinthians chapter 19, verse 18, chapter 9, verse 18. It might well be to mention here one important principle of living by faith. That is to always remember the poor as Jesus and his disciples lived, page 107, by faith and received free will offerings from the people. They gave regularly to the poor. Their custom is seen in the reaction of the disciples when Jesus told Judas to do quickly what he was going to do. They thought that Jesus told them to go out and give something to the poor. John chapter 13, verses 27 to 29. When Paul went to Jerusalem and the other apostles accepted his ministry and gave him the right hand of fellowship, they admonished him to remember the poor, which was already his practice. Only they would that we should remember the poor, the same which I was also forwarded to do. Galatians chapter 2, verse 10. Number four, they must be consecrated and holy. The basic biblical concept of consecration and holiness centers on being set apart from the common or secular use unto the exclusive service for God. That which holy brings to God is holy. A true servant of Christ must forsake not only his possessions and his people, but also his own plans, purposes, and will. He must be totally dedicated to one purpose and pursuit only. He belongs to the Lord and he is his exclusive possession to use in whatever way he pleases. Paul said, for there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whose I serve, and whom I serve. Acts chapter 27, verse 23. In Ephesians chapter 3, verse 5, and Revelation chapter 18, verse 20, they are called holy apostles and prophets. The great emphasis in the Old Testament on the ritualistic holiness of the priest 
is a shadow of the holiness required of the ministers of the New Testament. End of recording. Amen. Thank you.